I'm Adam Nassi, and this is Growth Swag. What's real? The real question is, what's real? Hey everybody, Adam Nassi. I am back with another episode. It's kind of been a little while, uh, a couple weeks here. I've been doing a bunch of stuff with my business, and honestly, uh, I've gotten such great feedback on some of the stuff we talked about, about my oh shit moment and the things that I've done and changed in the wake of my heart attack. Uh, I've had a little bit of a um, topic or writer's block, so I've been trying to figure out how to make this as useful as possible for, to all of you guys who listen, which I'm greatly appreciative of. And um, I've gotten some really great feedback from you. So we've got some really cool topics coming on the horizon. I've got some cool guest speakers coming. So my goal is to keep it fresh and interesting and engaging and on topic for you. So I'll definitely keep that coming. And uh, please, you know, do me a favor and keep your feedback coming. It's been really helpful. So, you know, I kind of wanted to talk today about accumulation of a couple things that we've been leading up to, right? So, um, I want to, you know, for you, if you look back and some of the topics we've discussed, I talked a little bit early on about core values and about how one of my core values is growth. And when I came to that conclusion, um, you know, really prioritizing growth became um, a really a way for me to drive direction in my life. So as I mentioned, and I won't go into this now because we've already talked about it, but you know, I realized that my, my career situation before had gotten me to a point where I wasn't growing. And as a result of that, after I connected with that understanding, I realized that I wasn't really being fulfilled in that job. And so that led me to go make career changes uh, to seek more growth. Um, and, you know, happiness isn't the goal there. Happiness is the result, right? So what I've found is when you start actually pushing towards things that are your core values, and I think growth is one of those things that when you're growing as a human being in whatever domain, it feels good and it drives a lot of happiness. That's one of the connections I've been able to make. But um, I made that change to try to drive towards a career that would enable me to grow. And we've also talked about the fact that, you know, I realize that growth doesn't come from a place of ease or comfort. It comes from getting out of your comfort zone and doing hard things and, and being scared. So uh, that led me to go explore a bunch of different career options. I ultimately ended up choosing to start a company with some partners um, and build something that would really allow me to grow, uh, really get out of my comfort zone, um, but also, you know, attempt to build something that would be a long-term way for me to, you know, align my life and my values with what I was doing for work, create a platform ultimately to do some good beyond just, you know, pay the bills and support my family. And I'm on that mission and it's taken, you know, it's, it's going to take a long time and it's a, it's a grind sometimes, but what I am doing is I'm finding that that growth has been incredible. Now, growth isn't the topic for today. The topic really is I wanted to share a little bit about fear, uh, because when I'm telling you this story, um, not just the doing of going to go find that new career path, but even in the earlier stages when I was kind of considering my options, what I kept finding was you know, there's this almost reptilian level in your brain as a human being that you don't even realize it sometimes, but you're trying to avoid pain and discomfort and fear is driving that, right? So fear, if you really break down the science behind fear, uh, it's this omnipresent thing in your brain 
that for millions of years was programmed into us to, you know, make sure that we are survive, we survive, um, to maximize survivor survivability and longevity by avoiding things that can kill you. Um, now in the modern world, fear manifests all over the place, right? So for me, you know, as I was starting to explore different routes, I continually had to fight against this inherent urge to take an easier route. So for example, I got some incredible job offers that would have been great. Now they would not have totally aligned with all the things I wanted to go do. They were less scary because they were more stable, more secure, but it really was difficult for me to push through uh, those comfort level thoughts and accept the fact that, you know, I should go do something scarier and face the fear because long term, they're really more aligned with the direction I was trying to go in. So yes, it would have accomplished the career change to take one of those offers, but it would have been less scary. It would have been more secure. And ultimately, I think fast forward a couple years to now, I'd probably be looking for my next job and not really being that satisfied because I wouldn't have probably connected with that growth I was looking for. So I pushed past that and ultimately arrived at the decision that for me, based on a number of factors, um, I wanted to start a company and try to create sort of engineer with some part amazing partners of mine, not only our dream job, but a job that would, um, you know, potentially over time create this career that we could build a platform on and you know, not just, you know, like I said before, not just, you know, pay our bills, but really my vision is to create a platform to do good and to employ people at an amazing company and create a family of people all working towards a common goal, uh, be a platform for, for philanthropy and a bunch of other things. So, you know, that's the decision I, I made and went on and making that decision in itself was pretty scary. Uh, and I had to push past a, a bunch of fear responses I was dealing with to, to go do that. But I think um, I had no idea what I was in for. So I would say like the first three months of going down that path of starting a company, there were just so many unknowns, right? And what I was able to connect with was there's specific things that really scare the crap out of me. Um, and so I think like step one is really identifying when you feel fear, understanding what it is that you're scared of and really breaking that down. Sometimes just the process of breaking down that fear specifically minimizes it because you're like, okay, well, this is this is not actually not, you know, it's an emotional reaction, maybe more so than a real one. And then when you break it down, you realize that the actual thing you're worried about isn't actually that scary. So I think that's step one is to break that down. Um, the other things I would say is like what, you know, coming after you kind of realize the things you're scared of, like for me starting this company, I was able to realize that. I have an incredibly interesting and deep-rooted fear of like financial stability or I guess the lack of financial stability. And I don't know if that goes back to like, you know, my childhood or whatnot, but having been at a big, you know, thriving company in a really stable position for a long time, it wasn't a fear that I was forced to connect with at all until I left that comfort, you know, that comfort of that big company and went out on my own and all of a sudden realized like, wow, like health benefits and all the stuff that my family needs to ensure that, you know, they're taken care of uh, from a wellness perspective. That's on me. And wow, like I had all this fear that I connected with around administrative stuff around financial planning, not financial planning, but I guess like managing the accounting of the business, managing like taxes, you know, business taxes was a completely new domain for me. And I was super freaked out about messing that up and all of a sudden getting some massive bill from, you know, federal or state. And what I've kind of come to realize is 
yeah, you know, you have to connect with what you're scared of. And then the second thing is like, I guess kind of like lean into it. So if there's something that's particularly scary, the more expert you become at that thing, the less scary it becomes. Um, so like, for example, with taxes, you know, I just had to bone up on that stuff and get a much better understanding of, you know, what are our tax liabilities and how does the process work and what are the different periods and the reporting requirements and all that stuff. And once you and actually, what are the penalties if you do screw up? And when you dig into all that, you know, it's still, frankly, to me, it's still kind of scary, but I realized that like, you know, the monster gets a lot less fearsome at that point. So really facing some of those fears is, is a big deal. But I, I think I really underestimated that. And the first three months of starting uh, our company, there was a lot of like really scary stuff I had to deal with. And I've mentioned, I think on a previous podcast, I've always been a relatively anxiety-free person. I've been fortunate there. I know people who struggle with anxiety. That's never really been a big issue of mine. But gosh, in the first couple months, I'd say even maybe the first six months of starting this company, I had like waves of anxiety that would come, you know, some weeks it'd be there, some weeks it wouldn't. I'd have panic attacks. And a lot of that was me just trying to face the fear. And what I kind of realized was it's part of the process, right? I mean, fear is, it sucks and it's scary. But the process of learning how to overcome it uh, and dealing with it generally means you're probably headed in a good direction, right? The, the presence of fear generally means you're pushing into an area that's worthwhile to go push into. And it's maybe hard and it might be scary. And that's really where I think true growth comes from. Um, so sure, there's tactical ways to deal with fear that I've kind of outlined, like try to identify what is the actual thing you're scared of to really get close and become an expert at that domain. Because a lot of times, you know, fear is associated with just not knowing the details and not knowing what the implications of a mistake in that area would be. And once you be, learn those things really well, you find that like, um, you know, the, the risks aren't that big maybe, and that makes it less scary. Um, like, you know, the, the financial stuff for me, I had some great advice from, from a good friend at one point where they were like, okay, well, why don't you actually do, instead of just being nervous and scared about whether you're going to have enough money or not, actually sit down and figure out what do you need to survive, figure out like how can you, how can you make sure you've got at least that covered. And I went through that process and at the end of it, I'm like, okay, we're fine. We're going to be fine, you know, and it just takes some of the teeth out of the fear. I'd say the other thing on a higher level is I've really connected with faith. So for me, you know, those tactics have worked for specific things for kind of the broader fear of, hey, am I on the right path? Like this is, you know, am I wasting years pursuing this endeavor? Is it the wrong endeavor? Um, that's where I think you just have to have a, you know, a couple things. One, faith for me has been a big deal. So, you know, trusting that I am on the right path and, this is the story of my of the life that I'm writing for myself right now. You know, when you kind of put some of those concerns, you know, hand them over into a faith um, orientation, I don't know, it gives me peace. And I kind of realize like, hey, I'm not always the one driving the bus here. As long as you have faith and things are aligned, that's good. The second sort of gut check you can do that I've been doing for myself is, you know, are you in alignment with your values or are you out of alignment? So like if you're generally in alignment with your values, you know, your ultimate goal is to do good. You know, you're aligning with your values in my case, which is around like growth uh, and love and optimism. And, you know, I've already shared those with you, but like I, which I am, you know, that helps me have faith that I'm on the right path. And that even if this in the end of at the end, all be all doesn't end up being my, you know, long-term career, 
I have a high degree of faith that because I'm aligned with my values and I'm doing things for, you know, non-selfish good reasons, it'll, it'll, you know, transfer into some other thing, uh, some other great opportunity that's meant to be that I can't even see yet. So I think you have to have that faith um, and you have to kind of face the fear. You have to break it down and minimize it. Uh, but all that said, I, you know, the one thing I wanted to leave you guys with is the presence of fear uh, generally means you're headed in the right direction. So like, that's a good thing. Uh, and then the second thing is just learning how to manage it. So it doesn't rule you. Um, but you know, you harness it and use it the right ways. So fear is a, a really interesting thing. Um, you know, I've heard some people say that, you know, you can break everything down in life to, you know, two, two sides of, of a coin. One side is fear. The other side is love. Uh, so love, whether that's, you know, connecting with great friends, building relationships, doing good for others, living in service, all those things are ways to, I think, you know, combat fear when it, when it rises up. Um, but it's part of the human experience. So learn to harness it and uh, learn to use it as a guidepost that you probably are headed in the right direction. And I think that's the key thing. For me, uh, 2019, like my, my sort of mantra for the year was be not afraid. And I had to have that mantra to kind of remind myself that like, you know, don't be afraid. And one of the great things that helped me a lot through some of those points of darkness or fear was projecting into the future of what like, the Adam Massey at the end of his life would look back and tell me now. And I guarantee you, and I think this is true of most people, you know, the 90, hopefully the 90 or 100-year-old Adam Massey as he's winding down his life would not look at me and say, hey, Adam, take fewer risks. Play it safe. I'm pretty confident that, you know, future me would tell me to, you know, embrace the fear you know, learn to try to master that fear and go do hard things, take risks, try to build stuff that's, you know, good for the good for the community and good for for others and uh, just keep going in that direction and good things will happen. So, you know, that, that's something that I just kind of wanted to share, which is part of my story. Um, I'm not going to lie. Fear is, you know, still kind of part of my overall uh, experience, but you know, I, and I still deal with it, you know, here and there in waves, but I think I've learned to deal with it a little bit better. And I've also come to terms with like what that actually means in the bigger context. Uh, so if you guys have similar experiences or you're thinking about doing something and, you know, fear might be one of the things holding you back, I would really encourage you to kind of embrace that and um, push into it a little bit and see what that's really all about. Um, it could be viable. It could be that fear is giving you a red flag, but more often than not, especially if, again, you're, you're aligned with your, your heart and your values and the direction that you feel is right, chances are it's something you should probably embrace, um, overcome a little bit and look at as a sign that, yeah, it's a sign you're probably going to go do something worthwhile and scary. And, and that's not always, you know, that's not always something you need to be scared of you know, have faith that that's the right direction and just think about how to kind of manage that so it doesn't dominate you. So anyway, uh, that, this is a short one this week I just wanted to share, but I think fear is a big thing in everyone's life. It's the root of anxiety. It's the root of a lot of hesitation when you should be doing, going forward and doing good things. So, you know, hopefully this has been helpful for you. I've got a couple really cool interviews coming up on the horizon that I'm excited to share with you uh, from some incredible business leaders, some, you know, physicians that are focused on areas around health and nutrition and things like fasting, which I'm super excited to get into. So stay tuned and keep watching for new topics coming out. Again, I welcome your feedback and uh, love you guys. Thank you so much.
Talk soon. What's real? The real question is What's real? I got soldiers that have turned out, burned out. Do I come correctly when it's my turn? No doubt. I twist the trees in the cold with one hand wiping my nose. Girls say that I'm fly because they be liking my clothes. But the clothes or the money can't make the man. When I apply my vicious grip, you can't take it, man. Face it and understand. There are no winnings for you. What I'm beginning to do.